You're listening to Revolution Radio in three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome back to Revolution Radio. I'm excited because tonight we have um, a friend of mine on who I was just thinking about this and we've actually known each other, I think for over three years, um, which is kind of crazy to me. And um, so tonight we have Janae Mariner and Janae, I will let you introduce introduce yourself really quickly, but just a funny backstory. Janae and I met each other um, when we were both pregnant with our first children and um, we were in a natural birth class together. So no, I feel like most people don't meet like that, but I'm, I'm really glad that we did. So hi, Janae. Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of fitting that we met that way because now we're both kind of into the natural lifestyle and healthy lifestyle for ourselves and our family. And so it's just kind of ironic that that's where we met and how we became friends. I know. And then I was just thinking about, um, so did you actually end up having a natural birth with Callan? Yes. Yeah. It was at the hospital, but it was a natural birth. Oh my gosh. I had my second at home. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You did have a home birth and with, and and you used Willow song too, who I'm also using for this, for my second baby. I love them. Yes. Oh, I do too. That's so cool. And I'm glad that, that you kind of, what's that? I, ho- I said I hope you're enjoying them with your second time around as well. Oh, yeah. They they are just amazing, and I'm really glad to be, like, in their new birth center. And um, so for those of you who are listening who are, are not parents or are not from the Des Moines area, um, Willow Song or Healing Passages Birth Center is just a uh, natural, natural birth center offering either birth center births or home birth. Um, and they are just, like, the absolute best. So Janae and I now have both used them, and... Um, they're just, they're good people. So that aside, we're not really going to be talking a whole lot about birth tonight. Maybe we will. I don't know. Um, but really I want to jump into your story, uh, prior to babies. So you are a super fit mama now. Like it's crazy to me how much you've transformed. So did you, were you fit and active growing up? No, I was not. Well, I shouldn't say no. I I did, you know, some some occasional sports, you know, like the soccer, that kind of stuff. But I mean, nothing into middle school and high school. I did do like gymnastics and dance, which I, I mean, I obviously consider sports. So I don't like it when people are like, oh, that's not a sport. Well, yeah, it's not ne- necessarily a sport, but it's you have to be fit it's for active, it. It's active, yeah. Right. Exactly. And so I did do that um, through middle school and high school, but I, um, I I didn't consider myself to be athletic at all. Like I enjoy doing activity and I enjoy doing the dancing and flexibility, that kind of stuff, singing, dancing. Um, but I didn't, you know, I was never really fit. And I, I mean, I was thin in my opinion in high school, but I think it was basically just, um, you know, sorry, just one second. It's I'm okay. going to get my baby out of here. <laughs> That's part of being a mom. I get it. Right. Exactly. He <laughs> kind of made his way into here and he's making a little bit more noise than I thought he was going to. He wants to podcast too. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, uh, I'm definitely thinner now than I was in high school, but I think it was just, you know, whatever, because I was young and I was constantly moving and that kind of stuff, but I was definitely not athletic. And then once I got into college, I did nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
I did the exact opposite. And I think that that's where I kind of, it caught up with me because, you know, I wasn't necessarily doing a ton of stuff in high school, but I was doing enough that I was able to, you know, keep, keep a somewhat of a slim figure. So I never really felt like there was an issue. And then when I stopped doing activity, it was like, okay, now you're not doing anything nutritionally and you're not doing anything physically and bam. (laughs) Yeah. That's like the perfect storm. I went through the the same exact thing in college and like you when I was younger I did um, dance I did drill team for many many years and I never really had to watch what I ate and I I had kind of like the opposite where I was hyper aware of my body and I don't know if it came from like um, wearing dance costumes or stuff like that I was so hyper aware of my body which then like led to you know, an eating disorder and that sort of thing. But even so, I didn't really watch what I ate. Um, I just kind of ate anything and everything. And then when I got to college, um, you know, there's alcohol in abundance. There's cheap gas station food. There's basically... You're not moving nearly as much because you're not, you know, in... Because if it weren't for, you know, drill team practice or whatever, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be as active in high school, you know? So when you have the opportunity to not have to be active, it just, it's, it comes so easy and naturally to just not be active. Exactly. And I also think at that age, um, you know, social activity with your friends doesn't revolve around doing physical activity. It's more often than not just like sitting around and doing things that aren't like the greatest for us. So, you know, I think we all want to feel socially connected in college. And unfortunately that doesn't come with doing a whole lot physically for most people right right for most people right exactly if if we were college sports players yeah then probably wouldn't have had that issue but I was not blessed in the athletic area so that was not me I I never was I was the one at the bars and (laughs) at the library and you know yeah taking the bus to class I was totally I was totally the girl who would um actually I remember once in middle school I um intentionally threw myself down a hill during cross-country practice so like exactly in hopes that I would like nope. sprain an ankle so I wouldn't have to do it yeah I remember running the mile in like middle school high school and how I hated it so badly that one day we were running the mile and we were running it inside and somebody had like the door one of the co the, the PE teachers had the door kind of propped open a little bit and I was like well if I just stood behind here and then just kind of <laughs> caught in on the fourth lap nobody would ever know that I didn't run the whole thing and I did that so, that's yeah. amazing and no one ever caught on no <laughs> no that's hilarious that's, that's, which and it's so funny because now like a uh, one mile would be like a warm-up I was just gonna say it's so funny now because you run like marathons now don't you right yeah well I haven't yet I mean I've done several half half marathons okay gotcha my first full is in like four weeks yeah oh my gosh right. which, which one are you doing the Des Moines marathon that is really exciting. Oh my gosh, you'll kill it, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like getting nervous with myself, but I'm just kind of like, you know what, if I have to walk some of it, so be it. I'm still there. I'm still doing it, which is more than I thought I would have. So that's all I can say. I love it. So you, um, when you got pregnant with Callan, which is when we met, we were, we were what, in our third trimesters of pregnancy yep, when we met? Yep, yep. Um, were you doing anything physically active at that point? 
No, no. I walked a lot um, just for, you know, because when we were in the birthing class, they talked about how it was important to, you know, move move as much as you can just for, you know, a pleasant, more pleasant birth experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I wasn't physically active before I got pregnant, I felt like, you know, probably the best thing I could do would just be walk on my lunch hour, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I would do that. But I mean, definitely nothing strenuous. And I wasn't doing anything prior to getting pregnant. So I couldn't really um, healthily do anything while I was pregnant. So yeah, and it's interesting that you bring up that you did a lot of walking. Um, the, you know, every birth is different. But I find it fascinating that I even though what I do now is make a living out of fitness and nutrition, I was not at all active when I was pregnant with Vivian. I lived in a small town and I didn't, it was winter and it was cold and I didn't want to get out and move. So I didn't. Um, but you walked through your pregnancy and ended up going through with the, um, with the drug free labor. You had an all natural labor and I ended up with a hospital transfer with an epidural. It was just like, and it makes me wonder, um, you know, right. Did the fact that I was so inactive with my pregnant during my pregnancy with her did that contribute to the fact that I wasn't able to have the natural labor that I wanted? Right, right. Because you had trouble progressing, correctly? Yep. Right, right. Yeah. So, and that's something that I that I hear a lot is that you know like things can go go really quickly for active moms, and I would say that that was definitely true the second time around, considering that the midwife didn't even make it to my birth oh my because it was so quick. <laughs> So part of that was my own fault because I didn't call them in time. So. You know what? I keep hearing that over and over from moms who have had, um, you know, second and third babies. And I keep hearing it from my midwife. And she's like, yeah, it's not uncommon for, for midwives to miss the second birth. And I'm like, oh, that, no, that terrifies be, me. You will be at mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, let's it was talk. Something we had kind of like talked about happening, but we just kind of were like, oh, that'll never happen to us. Well. It, yeah, did. it did. How <laughs> how soon after you had the baby did the midwife arrive? Well, we had called her right when I was like starting to push because that was when Jacqueline, my doula, had arrived and mm-hmm. she was like looking at my husband like, um, have we <laughs> called the midwife yet? And he was just like, no, no, she kept telling me not to, you know, and so then it was probably, you know, 20, 20 or so minutes after the baby was born that she got there, but she was on her way, you know, because she was notified right when I started pushing. So <laughs> that is incredible. Well, you know what? We've done it for centuries without being, you know, tended to right. right away. So I'm sure it will be totally fine if it happens to me. <laughs> yes, yes, you will be just fine. But it is totally like something that in your head you're like, no, I cannot have that happen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, every every little bit more that I learn about you, it, I'm like truly convinced that you're kind of superhuman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you had Callan. And then how long after you had him did you um, get into fitness because you did you go straight into CrossFit no I didn't and that was what I was excited to talk to you about was um I just kind of after he was born I felt because when I was pregnant with him it was you know weight you know you gain weight when you're pregnant Mm -hmm. typically and it's just you you feel you know okay about it for the most a lot of people feel okay about gaining weight when they're pregnant a lot of people worry about it you know no matter what it's gonna make you uncomfortable but um 
for some reason, you know, it, when I was gaining weight when I was pregnant with him, I was like, you know, it's just because I'm growing a baby and it's fine, it's fine. Well, I obviously gained more than I intended to. Mm-hmm. And so then once he was born, I felt even more miserable than I did when I when I when I got pregnant with him, which I was already in the obese category mm-hmm. um, on the BMI schedule, which I mean, now that I'm a fit person, I don't really like the BMI. No, I don't either. Because I just don't really agree with it because muscle content and everything. So, but regardless, I was obese. There was no really denying that. Right. Um, and once I had had Callan, then it was like even worse. And, you know, I'm a new mother and I'm even, or I'm, I was feeling more vulnerable. And I just kind of got to thinking about our life and how I would do things with him if I struggled to walk up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just kind of got, you know, like, okay, here's the real deal. I need to just do something. And I don't know if what, what that is, but I'm just going to, you know, focus on nutrition and getting healthy for my family because I also want to, as soon as I start feeding him, I want to be able to feed him healthy meals and I don't eat healthy. Um, at the time I was eating um, Jimmy John's probably a couple times a week <laughs> and pizza, yeah, so I just knew that that was something that I needed to change before I got into feeding my children. And so I really just started with just nutrition. I didn't really do oh. anything active. I just, I did um, the Whole30. Okay, and I just yeah. did like, I, I did a, a strict Whole30 for 30 days. And I hated every minute of the first like couple weeks. Um, because that was just not food that I ate, you know, and yeah. it was just like I was forced to make meals at home. Um, and I did this when I was probably like uh, six weeks postpartum or so, you know, kind of at that point where it was like, okay, you have you're a new mom, but like you can start kind of focusing on yourself and not just the newborn. Yeah. So as soon as I, you know, felt like I could start focusing on myself, I did that whole 30. Um, and stuck to it really, really strict for 30 days. And then from there on out, I just kind of started following the paleo thing where I introduced some of the paleo desserts and that kind of stuff that mm-hmm. you can't have on Whole30. But I was definitely still focusing on eating vegetables, eating fruits, eating um, meat, um, that kind of thing. So I really just focused on that for the first month. And then I kind of got – my mom is a personal trainer, and I kind of mm-hmm. got into – Um, doing some workouts with her, just very, very light, 30 minutes, maybe two times a week, you Mm -hmm. know, just, um, walking on the treadmill, uh, doing a little bit of weight training, just very, very minimal. Um, and then we just kind of slowly worked our way to the point where I was like going three or four times a week. Um, and I was really starting to enjoy it. And then I got into yoga because we were doing some yoga stuff with her, with her doing personal training. Um, and then I, I joined a yoga and I got a yoga membership and I had that for about a year. I didn't realize you had gotten into yoga. Yeah. Yeah. I did the hot yoga. Oh, I, I think that that had a lot to do with the weight loss too, because you know, you're sweating so much Mm -hmm. and, um, it was just something that I enjoyed and there was a lot of cardio aspects of it, strength, there was everything. And it was just perfect because, from some, for someone who wasn't very active, I could kind of ease my way into it and get to the point where I was doing everything full out, you know, because any workout that I think a lot of people don't understand is that you can, you can take it at your own pace and you can, you know, you can hop into a class and do what you can. Yeah, absolutely. And, really, and that's really what I did. I just kind of did what I could with my mom and then I kind of got 
because I, I think I was just so nervous about going into a gym and going into a fitness class at the weight that I was because I was so heavy that I felt like I was going to be looked at weird or, you know, whatever the case may be, I just needed some more confidence. So once I got into the nutrition aspect and kind of lost, I think I lost about, I think I lost 30 pounds when I did the whole 30 because wow. I was that heavy that, you know, uh, that weight came off really quickly at the beginning. Um, and so once I lost about 30 pounds, I was feeling great. And, you know, my, um, energy levels were so much better because I was eating healthy. And then I kind of got a little bit more confidence to get into the fitness, but I really, that's the one thing that I wish that I would have changed is I would, I wish I would have started it sooner. Um, just because I know now that you can totally modify everything. I think I just had in my head that you needed to be able to do everything full out 100% from day one. But I think, I think that that's not uncommon. I think a lot of people feel like that, but I do want to ask you, so, um, did you ever feel like once you, once you did set foot in the gym or in the yoga studio, did you ever receive those looks or like judgment that you felt like you might receive? Yeah, no, I mean, I really don't feel like I did because I was staying home with my oldest son at the time. And so I would go like, especially with my mom, um, when she was training me, I would go at like 10 o'clock in the morning when most people were at work. So Mm -hmm. there was really not that many people there, but I definitely felt uncomfortable being there. There was times where she would have to train another client and she would put me with one of her other trainers who was like the super fit guy that was like (laughs) my age. And I remember just being mortified when he was having me doing jumping jacks because I was like thinking in my head, oh my God, he is just sitting there thinking this is like the most ridiculous thing I've seen all day. (laughs) And I'm sure he wasn't because now, you know, I'm sure he has several clients that are heavy and not fit and... Uh, but I just remember being mortified, but I really don't feel like I got the, you know, the, the looks and the people being like, Oh wow, that girl's really big or anything like that. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I had that. I think that, um, so many people have that fear. And as a personal trainer, I can honestly say that, and you know, I've worked with, um, several clients who, who are, you know, on the heavier end of the spectrum and, I have so much more respect for the people who they may not be super comfortable in in what I'm asking them to do, but they do it and they push through it. Sometimes they cry. Sometimes it's uh, it's not, you know, they don't feel they're most confident in doing it. But the more they do it, the more comfortable and confident they feel. And um, once they complete it for that first time, they're like, okay. I did it. It wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, it sucked. It was hard, but I did it. And that in itself instills a little confidence and it grows more and more each time. And I also think the same is true for people, um, other gym goers. When you're stepping into a gym for the first time and you're not comfortable with how you look and you're worried about other people looking at you, um, I think more often than not that other people around you are thinking like, they're here they're working on themselves exactly just like, like, I'm here working it, on yeah, myself. If anything, it's the opposite like I see a heavier person and I'm just like I know from experience how much more work it is for you to do what I am doing right mm-hmm. now yeah and I'm giving you mad props for having the you know um just setting aside your uh your discomfort and your fears and just saying you know what I'm working on it and I'm here and it's You know, I saw something on Facebook one time that said something about how when you see an overweight person at a gym or running or doing whatever, 
you know, we can't sit there and say, oh, wow, they're so big or make fun of them or think negatively about them because it would be like be- seeing a homeless person at a job fair. Like they're trying to get out of where they're at. That's and so true. That we need to give them props for because it's so much harder to start from the bottom. Yeah, I that you said that perfectly. I don't think I could have said it any better. And um, so you went from and I also really like that you didn't just jump into fitness right away like you started with your nutrition and you kind of found your groove with that and took your time with that I think that's cool and then you didn't just um you know you didn't just jump into one type of um fitness outlet you kind of experimented so yeah exactly you did hot yoga and then from hot yoga did you then get into crossfit yeah, yeah. So I, when I was doing hot yoga, that was when I I started running too, and then I was really enjoying that. And I was like, you know what? Now, because at that point I had lost about um, sixty to seventy pounds, oh, so I was incredible. feeling a lot, a lot better. And I was also just kind of like, you know what? It's always been a dream of mine to be, you know, like a weightlifter or, you know, something extreme fitness, but I never thought that I could ever do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, now is the time to give it a try and I'll just see if I like it. And if I do great, if I don't, you know, no big deal. I know I like yoga. I know I like working with my mom. I can continue doing that. But the thing that I didn't like about working with my mom, which was nothing against her, was just that I didn't feel the drive because I know that if I said, I'm tired, I'm not going to do this. She's, you know, it's my mom. She's not going to be like, (laughs) Well, you have to, you know, whereas like I'm going to feel a lot more obligated to do things full out if somebody else is telling me to do it. Yeah. So that was one thing that I was just like, I knew that it was working well for me to work out with her just because, you know, the timing and she would hold my son while I was working out and it just worked out really well. Um, But I but I did know that I would push myself harder if I had something else. And that's where I joined the hot yoga class because I was like, you know, then someone will be telling me get going, get your butt going. And that's what I need. Yeah. So I figured the same would be about CrossFit because, you know, it's a group fitness and that somebody would be giving me, you know, instruction and keeping me accountable. So I knew that that would be something that was good for me. And that was exactly right. The, from the day one that I joined there, were the people that worked out there were so inviting and they were just like, you know, this is great. We would love to see you back. And if I didn't come, I would get a text. And if I did, if I did, I would get, Hey, keep going. Don't stop. You know, that kind of stuff. And that's exactly what I needed because I knew that if I was doing it on my own, I would have quit a long time ago. And do you remember your first CrossFit workout? I'm trying to think. I want to say it was, like just a, a a main strength day and they were doing like shoulder press mm-hmm. and I was just like so lost really <laughs> yeah yeah I, I was because I'd never done any weight training other than you know just free weights yeah uh, so I was so lost but they were so great they and they instructed me through the entire workout and then they, they didn't even let me do you know any weight on the bar or anything they were just like you know here is what we're doing. This is what you need to do with the bar and we'll, we'll watch you and we'll help you. And then they had me come in one-on-one with one of their trainers to go through all of the movements. So we went over snatches and we went over deadlifts and we went over, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that way I knew what I was doing before I added weight to it, which I think is so smart because you can see people all over the internet that are getting hurt doing oh, things. Oh, I know. Never... 
See, taught the right way. I, I'm so glad to hear you say that because that um, I have never actually done CrossFit myself. I still I'm I really would like to try it. And I think that I probably will after I have this baby. Yeah, I was um, just going to say, after you have the baby, <laughs> you and I will do some CrossFit work. We have to because I really am interested. My hang up is because I've worked with clients who have come from CrossFit, but they mm-hmm. were never shown how to do the movements correctly. And right. then they get injured and then they're right. having to start basically from square one. So I'm, I like hearing you say that someone took the time to show you the movement before you added any weight to the bar, um, and got you comfortable doing that before you moved on. Um, yeah, that's, that's the how one it should be done. I love so much about because all CrossFits are independently owned. So there are some people that don't require that and that's where they get the bad name. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand it because that is pretty asinine to have somebody, you know, do a deadlift that they've never done before with a bunch of weight on oh. it when they know what they're doing. So I think that that's one thing that I love about my CrossFit North Ankeny where they just have always had that as a rule that if you're going to be new, you have to go through one-on-one with one of the trainers um, before you can get dismissed. And even from there, once I took the class with them, I still continued to use just the bar and it was called a training bar. So it wasn't even the 35 pound bar. I think it's only 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would, I continued to do that until they felt that I, um, I was ready to move on. And so I wasn't able to just say, okay, I'm adding weight today. I feel comfortable. They were like, no, we're going to watch you. We're going to keep an eye on things that you're doing correctly, incorrectly. Um, we're going to, you know, let you know when we're, we think you're ready to add weight. And so I think that they do an awesome job of just kind of personalizing that for everybody and making sure, and still to this day, they will come around and say, you know, get your butt down do this, do, you know, don't do this, et cetera. And I think that that's great because I think that sometimes once you get comfortable doing something, you don't even realize that you're doing it incorrectly. Absolutely. I think that that's wonderful that they do that. And that's one of the reasons why I go back every day. What, um, what's your favorite lift? Um, well, I'm, I'm best at the stuff that's lower body. So I really like deadlifts and back squats just because. Yes, girl. (laughs) that's what I'm good at. But I mean, I don't know if that's really, really um, my favorite. I think it's probably just because I feel like the most confident at it. Yeah, I think mine would be deadlift too. Like when I started like really loading the bar with some heavy weight, I have never felt like more powerful, which is crazy. Like I've given birth, I've done, you know, I've done some tough stuff, but like something about deadlifting, it just makes you feel powerful. I will say that my squat is sorely lacking and I was just starting to work on it as I got pregnant. But um, when I got pregnant, and I even text you, I was like, hey, is it normal to feel a little crampy when you're squatting? And I kept having that. So I really backed off uh, my squat. But that's something I'd like to focus on after I have the baby and building my strength back up is uh, improving my squat. But that's something you feel confident and strong at. Yeah, definitely. That's something that I like thoroughly enjoy. Anything overhead, I am not as confident at and it's something that I'm working on. And so everybody has their strengths and their not so strengths. But that's the thing is that I don't want to get too caught up in the fact that I'm good at something. And that's what I'm going to continue doing because I need to be working on the things that I'm not so good at. So yeah, for sure. Um, Where where do you see yourself going like with CrossFit? Do you have any goals in mind? Do you, I know you've competed before, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I just got started in the competing within the last six months, and I have done three competitions now, and all of which have been in the scaled division, so I haven't done anything in the RX division. And so if you're not familiar with CrossFit, it's kind of like they have a beginners and then an, uh, an advanced. Um, and so I'm still in the beginners, which I mean, is still very difficult. So I am not giving myself any grief over that at all. But yeah. I would love to compete in the RX division. I um, am typically doing most of the workouts in the RX, the prescribed weights and everything I'm able to do but there are certain things that I body weight wise that I'm just not able to do yet. Like um, we'll have pull-ups in the workouts and I can do them, but I can't do 25 of them where that will be the number in the workout, that kind of thing. Um, and then another skill that I just have not got a hold of yet is double unders with the jump ropes. And, and I don't know why I, I just, I really need to work on that. So that's my goal for the end of the year is to get those dang double unders <laughs> so that I can start doing more RX workouts because that's how the CrossFit works. If you don't do everything in the workout as prescribed, then you can't say you did it as prescribed. So that's where I get hung up is because a lot of times they have those pull-ups and the double unders. And those are the things that I can't quite get yet. So that's my goal for here. That I didn't know about CrossFit. I didn't know there were, you know, and in the competitions, I didn't know that there were two, two different, types the the beginner and rx but um yeah that's really cool and some competitions even have an elite division which is so fun to watch because that's like the the best of the best and there's there's been a couple competitions you'll have to go to one um there's one in des moines it's called the circus i think it's in february where they have an elite division um and that is just so fascinating there's crossfit games competitors that come to it <gasps> cool and it's it's so fascinating. Like, I saw a guy snatch 280 pounds. That what? was probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is unbelievable. See, I do really yeah. enjoy watching the CrossFit Games because these people are just – their athletic capability is just, like, unmatched. Unreal. It's just unreal because you sit there and you think, like, you know, I know that I am fit, more fit than a lot of people, and there's no way I could even do half of that stuff. So yeah. it's just so and that's how sometimes when I'm like you know when I follow along with you on on Facebook or any anyone else who does CrossFit um you know I like I like to think that I'm a, a pretty fit person but the way that I am fit is very different from how you are fit and if I were to um step into like a CrossFit workout I really do think I would struggle um, because I've never challenged myself in that way before. You know, I, I do more of a bodybuilding style um, type of practice. And, you know, I change it up every now and again. But um, I would really struggle, I think, in doing Right. And that's which... what is so cool about just the fitness industry in general. I think so many people, I have a lot of friends and family that do different kinds of fitness. And I just think that it's great because I know from from myself like I said, starting out with doing personal training and then going to um, yoga and then going to CrossFit and doing running, that it's so across the board and it can be so different for every single person. And I just think that they're, you know, it, it, whatever you're doing, if it's working for you and you're enjoying it, then 100% stick with it. Great, you know? And so that's why I'll never say anything negative about anything if you want to do kickboxing, if that's what you find to be fun and what you find to be a good calorie burn and whatever, that's great because you're moving your body. To me, I tried it. 
I didn't like it. I thought it was really repetitive, boring, but I also know that that's just, you know, that's what works for some people. And so I'm not going to knock it at all. See, this is another thing. I, I told Janae the other day that she was that she would make such an excellent um, trainer or coach. And because you've tried so many things and because you really, I mean, you did. You started from square one. The bottom. Yeah, The very, exactly. very bottom. And now you are like this rock, this fitness rock star. Like you would be such an incredible coach and anybody um you know if that's in your future anybody who has the opportunity to work with you would be so incredibly blessed to do so um just your perspective is incredible and your attitude is really incredible as well thank you yeah it's one of my goals because i just i like i would love to help other people and i think that it really from a standpoint of somebody who is on the uh, in the obese category they really need somebody who fully understands that because it is hard and it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard to think that, okay. Like I even had a, a, a girl who was a little bit heavier at, um, my, my CrossFit gym mm-hmm. who came up to me and she was just like, have you been doing this for a really long time? Because I feel like I've been doing it for a couple of months now and I'm just not making any progress. And I said, well, yeah, I have been doing it for quite a while, but you know, just so you know, this is where I started and I've lost like 130 pounds and da, 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 da. And she was just like flabbergasted by that. And I was trying to explain to her that, you know, I understand where you're coming from and I understand how it may seem like you have so far to go, but in, in, unless you stick with it and you um, just try to enjoy the process, you'll never get there. And so it's just kind of one of those things where I feel like from somebody who is heavier, they're, they're going to have trouble going into this fit person and saying, you know, teach me what to do because they might feel like, well, yeah, easy for you to say because you're half my size. Yeah, for but sure. I think, I think it's, I think it's one of those things where if you are, if you were at one point, then you can kind of understand them in a way and help them to feel more comfortable. Yeah. I think, um, you do have such a unique and, um, and, what's the word I'm looking for, um, a, a unique perspective on um, beginning your fitness journey. And we, you know, we all start somewhere, but I think the more you can relate to someone, that's what I try to do with all of my clients. I try to find a way to relate to each and every one of them on a personal level so that I can understand why they're doing what they're doing and why they're doing it at this point in their life and how I can help them to get where they're trying to go and why do they want to go where they're wanting to go. Like, it's just all about relating to people. So if you're able to provide that to someone um, on top of everything else that, that comes with your whole package, you, I mean, you'd just be a phenomenal coach. So I highly encourage it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I will be getting in touch with you while I work towards that goal because it's definitely something I would love to do and I would love to especially get more involved with nutrition um, because like I said to you millions of times and you already know and like I addressed at the beginning of the phone call that I just feel like it's just it's more than just the 80-20 like I feel like nutrition is just 90% of what your fitness journey is. And so many people come up to me and they're like, Oh my gosh, if I just had the time, if I just had the energy to do what you do, you know, then if I could work out twice a day, then I could just, I could be like so fit. 
And I'm just thinking in my head, no, no, you couldn't because you're still <laughs> making the same decisions with your nutrition. And until you change that, it's just not, you're never going to get there, exactly. you know, and it's just it, until you can make those nutritional changes, you're not going to have the energy. You're not going to have the compositional changes that you want. Um, and so I think it's just, it's, I would love to get into the nutrition aspect, but I know that it's kind of one of those things that you have to have quite a bit of um, schooling and whatnot to be able to coach people on that. But I would love to uh, learn more about it and figure out where I could maybe help people. Yeah, for sure. And I was just having this conversation with someone earlier today about um, when people are ready to get started in making a change. They don't know if they want to change their diet. They don't know if they want to change their fitness. I always tell people you cannot out-train a bad diet if you right I don't care if I've tried yeah yeah I don't care if you're in the gym two times a day I don't care if you're doing you know excessive amounts of cardio you will get to a point where your body will not respond to the stimulus the physical stimulus if you're continuing to put crap into it so and not just for aesthetic purposes but you have to be putting good things into your body in order to be able to do the things that you're right to do physically. Right. It's There's like no way I could run 26 miles with eating the way that I used to eat. <laughs> can you can you imagine? Like, oh my gosh, I wish I could just um, stress the importance to people of of you know feeding and fueling your body with just the most um, nutrient dense whole foods possible. And I realize that you know a lot of people come from a background of not eating so well. So like you said, you struggled the first couple of weeks of of Whole30, I think a lot of people are really scared that they're not going to find anything that they like. So they just, you know, brush it off right away and say that I can't, I can't eat raw vegetables. I can't do. Right. I don't like them. So (laughs) I have to eat junk because I don't like that kind of stuff. Exactly. Pinterest is amazing. I used Pinterest for my Whole30 and then into paleo and I use it every day. There's so many ways to find healthy low-calorie, nutrient-dense recipes on Pinterest, and it's amazing. I love Pinterest so much. I utilize it a lot for myself. I utilize it for my clients. So I am curious. So what are you doing right now? Are you still macro tracking? Are you intuitively eating? What What are you doing for your nutrition right now? Yeah, I'm, I still, so I did the macro tracking that I had you help me with mm-hmm. for, you know, I, I think it was about five or six months now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just kind of like, I, I'm at a stable point and I haven't really made any changes, but I'm also content and I'm able to do, you know, some fun things here and there on the weekends and still be able to come back to where I am, you know, a couple days later. And so I'm just kind of like at a comfortable standpoint. And so I kind of know macro wise what fits and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of, I just kind of try to stay around that, you know, like I know my breakfast, I I do the same breakfast every day. I do the same lunch every day. I'm a, I know that's boring, but it's just what works for me because I'm always busy. Mm -hmm. And so that's typically what I do. And then for dinner, I just know, you know, just my staples to do a vegetable and a, and a meat. Um, and then, you know, a little bit of fruit here and there throughout the day. Um, I just kind of know what fits and that's kind of where I stick around. Uh, I'm not like super strict on it like I was when I first started where I would weigh everything and um, make sure that I wasn't doing anything outside of what I had given allotted for the day. Mm -hmm. Now I just kind of know and then if I have something extra, you know, okay, well, that I shouldn't be doing that, but it'll it'll all kind of even out type thing. 
So I just, I, I'm just kind of like at a comfortable point where I just know what is healthy and what fits into my caloric needs. And I would like to get back into being a little bit more strict. I kind of came off of it for a vacation and I didn't track anything. And then now I need to really get back on track. But this does work, you know, just kind of knowing what is nutrient dense and what isn't and mm-hmm. trying to stick with my um, my daily breakfast and lunch that work really well and then swapping out dinners for meats and vegetables um, and then sticking with my water. So it's just kind of what's, what, what's easy and what works well. Yeah, and isn't it nice to get to a place where you are comfortable and confident in what you know and uh, what you know works for your body where you don't have to stress about it? It's just it's your way of life and you can't right. imagine doing anything different at this point. Exactly. And it's like, you know, of course, I would love to make more changes. But at the same time, I also have to understand that my life is important to me. And being able to go out on a weekend and go get a couple beers and uh, dinner with my husband every occasionally is also just as important to me. So I'm just not at that I'm not, I don't want to be a competitor or anything like that. So to me, that's a lifestyle for me is to be able to be at the point where I can stay weight wise and um, body fat compositionally wise around the same number with doing what I do throughout the week and then taking, you know, a couple breaks here and there on weekends um, occasionally, you know, and that's just, that's, that's life for me. I don't really want to be anything different than that, you know? That's so important. I love that you say this is this is what's important to me. This is life for me because it's totally different from person to person. And the sooner you're able to um, recognize and place, you know, sort of categorize things that are of utmost importance and things that aren't necessarily so much of a focus for you, I think then um, it becomes so much easier to maintain this lifestyle and it doesn't seem so stressful and so overwhelming. And of course, time will do that as well. But um, you you really you become like the picture of balance and like true health. And it, it really is so cool to have um, met you long before this was your, you know, your, your goal and your lifestyle and to see where you are now. It's just been so cool to watch. So I guess my question, my, my kind of final question for you would be, um, if you had to give someone who is just starting their journey, um, a piece of advice, advice relating to fitness and a piece of advice relating to nutrition, what would, what would you, what would you say? I think what I would probably say is to just understand that you will get to that point, you know, because I think in my head, I always thought, you know, well, that must be great for this person who is half my size to go out and have beers and chips and queso and have it not affect them because that would never be me. You will. If you properly train yourself and you put in the time and you put in the work, you can get to the point where you can go and you can have Mexican for dinner with a beer. And yeah, it might make the scale go up a little bit, but you'll work it off on Monday, you know, that kind of a thing. You will get to that point. And I felt like, like I said, for me, that was what was most important to me because I wanted to be able to do those things. I knew that I shouldn't do them all the time. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I enjoy them more now that I know I can't do it all the time. But I also knew that I wanted to get to the point where I didn't feel 
guilty doing those things where I didn't feel like it just completely ruined my diet doing those things. And so I think that it would just be uh, the, my biggest piece of advice would just be to know that if you put in the work and you put in the time and yeah, you might have to be super diligent for a couple of months and not do those things. If you can do that and you can put in that time for yourself, you will get to the point where you can thoroughly enjoy your life and you can thoroughly enjoy balance with nutrition and exercise. That is pretty solid sound advice. Like I'm, it's, I'm so happy that you agreed to come on and share your story and your journey because it is such an inspiring one. And I think it really can, um, can and will give people hope. Like it's just such a pleasure to be able to talk to you because I've never heard your, your story in its entirety. You know, I've, I've kind of caught bits and pieces. And then when we've met up a couple times to sort of like catch up and I remember one time I, it was, what, let's see. I don't know how long you'd been running. I think it had been for a while, and I was just kind of getting into running. And sure. we, it was so cold outside, and we went for, I forget how far we ran, but it was freezing, and it was in Ankeny, and I so badly was like, I'm going to keep up on this run. I have to do this. Like, I, you know, I really want to keep up with her. And it was so just, like, motivating to be around you and to, and to, do that run with you because you just put off this energy that's like um you you care about your health and (laughs) what'd you say I said I'm gonna do this that's like that's usually my mentality is just I'm gonna do this (laughs) yeah not I hope I can do it it's I'm gonna do it that's it that's perfect yeah that's how I felt when I was around you and it made me want to push myself harder too and I think um it's important for people to surround your surround themselves with people like you um, who are driven, who are goal oriented and who really believe in themselves. So thank you for being one of those people. Absolutely. Yes. I totally agree with not, not for myself, but for something that I have done with my nutrition and, and um, exercise goals is just to surround myself with people who are like-minded and who are going to help me. Because if you surround yourself with people who are constantly going to be, bringing you down and convincing you that you don't need to put as much time and effort into it as you are. You just have to shut those people out because that's, if this is what you want, you just have to understand that you, you know, you have to put in the work and you have to put in the time. And I just wanted to surround myself with people who understood that and that were, you know, supportive of that. And that was huge. If you don't have the support, it's just so hard. Yeah, totally. Um, Is there a place where, where people can follow you? Do you want people kind of following along on social media? Or if not, is there a way for people to get in touch with you if if you'd like them to? Yeah, absolutely. I have tons of people reach out to me and just kind of, you know, say, hey, can you give me some advice? And or can you, uh, you know, just help me stay motivated? Can you keep me accountable? And I'm more than happy to do that. I love doing that kind of stuff because, like I said, if I had somebody at the beginning that would have been like, here, let me help you, let me teach you that, you know, it's not that it's not as hard as it seems, it's, and you will get to that point. If I would have had somebody, I would have been so less um, – overwhelming at the beginning but yeah if Facebook Instagram all that kind of stuff I love uh, snapchat I love posting stuff about my health and nutrition journey um, and so I would totally accept followers and you know private messages but via any of those um, outlets and I can 
meet up and help. I have a, a lot of I have a lot of people reach out to me and say, "Hey, can I just like come do a workout with you and see what I like about it?" And I would love that. So that is absolutely awesome. I so I'll make sure that I include your social media li- links um, in the description box below the um, the interview, and then maybe if you can shoot me like. Um, like your email if you want to give that out people can just get a hold of you however but um yeah i i thank you for putting yourself out there and being a resource for others um that's one of the best things you can do for people who are just starting so thank you so much for for being on the podcast this has been awesome to listen to you and i feel motivated i'm sitting here in my pajamas and now i feel like i might go to my garage and do a little workout like now now i should go for a run i know i'm like i've not done crossfit my whole pregnancy but maybe i'll start (laughs) right exactly i know i'm like i'm i'm not upset that you're pregnant because i love that but of course i'm like looking forward to after a baby when we can get back into doing some extreme workouts together (laughs) i would love that i'm 100 gonna take you up on that i'm i'm ready well, after I have the baby, I will be ready to try my hand at CrossFit and you are the person who I want showing me what to do. So we'll, I'll take you up on it. Absolutely. would love that. Cool. All right, right, girl. Well, for having me. Yeah, you are so welcome. Thank you again. And I will make sure that people get in touch with you if they are good and ready. And I hope you have a great rest of your night. Thanks. You too. Bye, Bye. Bye.